Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's about recovery and restoration. Although the Bible teaches us that God is a God of recovery and restoration, it's important for us to know who our God is, who's promising to bring recovery and restoration to His. One of the Old Testament names God teaches us is that God is a God who recovers and restores. That name is Jehovah Gamola, a God who recompenses. Recompenses means pays or gives recompenses for, makes restitution for, damage, injury, or the like. That's something that all of us saints should like. We have a God who repays in full for the damages that are done to His people. He does that by recompensing and repaying the people who did the wrong. That's our enemies who wronged us and ripped us off. And He recompenses and repays His people who were wronged or ripped off. That's you and me. It's good to have a Jehovah Gamola as our God. God who is the God who recompenses you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, which I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. I got a little bit more I got to give you. Praise God. I was telling my wife earlier today, praise God. I had really planned once again to preach another message, to be able to minister another message. But as same thing happened on Sunday, happened today, was he locked my mind down. Praise God. Was I couldn't even remember what I was going to say. Praise God, because, he, you know, he got this thing about taking over. You know, your Lord and stuff. Praise God. Hallelujah to the one that has submitted their lives to him for real. Then he'll take over at that time, too. Praise God. And, and we've learned to yield to that and flow with that and go ahead and let him be God and let him do what he's going to do. There were a few more parts of what it is that he told me to, or showed me so that I can share with you that I was just going to pick up later. And I was just going to put it in the midst of another part of the message. But, no, he wants you to know about it now. Praise God. And so since he wants you to know about it now, that's what we're going to do. Praise God. Joel chapter 2. We're going to continue in the teaching that we started beginning at this year, how 2016 is going to be a year of R&R. It's going to be a year of recovery and restoration. It's going to be a year of recovery and restoration. Joel chapter 2, foundational text that he gave to me to give to you, starting with verse 21. It says, fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice. For the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore unto you the years that the locust hath taken, has eaten, and the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have done wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. 2016, we found out, is going to be a year 
of recovery and restoration. It's going to be a year of recovery and restoration. It's going to be a year where God's people will see restoration of things to their former or natural state, or at least some semblance of it, to their former or natural state, or at least some semblance of it. It's going to be a year where they'll see recovery of the things lost, the things stolen, the things destroyed, and previously devastated by the devil. But he might have did his what he do, and that's still kill and destroy, devastate and do what he do. But God about to do what he do, and that's to rebuild, recover, and be able to restore things the way it's supposed to be, both with and in me and you. Both with and in me and you. Recovery is going to happen to me and you. We got all kind of definitions about that, praise God. We found out that re- about recovery. We found out about restoration. We found out this is the time of restitution. We found out God is going to be pouring water on me and you. Praise God, they're going to be dropping it from heaven. Revelation is going to be coming to me and you so that we can know what we need to know and know what we need to do so that he can be able to do what he wants to do in me and you because he wants to restore. He wants to make amends. He wants to repay. He wants to bring restitution to me and you. Praise God, and we're excited about him doing what he said he's going to do. We found out he's going to include it in this recovery and restoration. It's going to be people's relationships both with him as well as us too. With him as well as us too. Because the backslider is going to come back around and they're going to lock back in with God and do what God wants them to do. And also our own relatives, children, people who we're related to too. The ones that turned their backs on me and you, walked away from me and you, don't want to have nothing to do with me and you, is is real soon about to love me and you, and about to come back and get involved with me and you the way it was always designed to be and do. Praise God. And just like God received the backslider when he came back, we're going to receive them when they come back too. Just like he loved on them when they come back, we're going to love on them when they come back too. We're going to be rolling our eyes at him and talking about where you've been and ask him for no explanations and all that kind of stuff. No, you can't handle the truth. Just love on the fact that they back. Praise God and just love them all the way through because God's got some things he wants to do with them just like he want to do with you. We found out that this thing also includes a recovery of the ones that are lost in the world, too, because he don't just want the ones that are his in terms of the ones that received him as their Lord and Savior but turned their backs on him. He also wants his, though, because he purchased them, too. Same blood that bought me and you bought them, too. That's why you're going to see many people come in who are Gentiles, too. Because he's going to send a light out to them, and that light is going to flow through me and you. He's going to send a sign out to them and then send out to them because his banner is love. And they're going to be able to see his love, and they're going to be coming into here too. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what he's about to do. He's going to do all these things. We found out he's also going to do a recovery and a restoration, including restoration and recovery of physical, mental, and spiritual wholeness. Physical. Mental and spiritual wholeness. Healings are going to manifest in people's lives like it's supposed to. So that their bodies can function like it ought to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said that's going to be good. It's going to be healings manifest. Praise God. Stuff that wasn't working is going to start working. Stuff that was messed up is going to line up. Stuff's going to straighten out like it's supposed to do. 2020 is coming back to many of you. Praise God. To be able to see this thing like you ought to. Praise God so that you can go ahead and quit visiting Boston Lums and all these folks and stuff like that and keep God's money or give it to God. Praise God. But one or the other. It's choice is yours. Praise God. But restoration is going to come back. Hey, man. And another waste restoration is going to come back at this time. It's called a restoration of our waistline. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to get some things back together again. Praise God. So that it can be able to be like it's supposed to be and live like God and stands with me and ye. Praise God. Now, last time we got together, we learned, praise God, that God is going to turn the waste places back to Eden. 
We're going to be back to Eden, living on top of the world. Praise God. He wants to return things back to Eden. Why? Because he is going to comfort our waste places. He's going to repent them. He is feeling sorrow for them because he don't like to see them the way they are. So he's going to do things to be able to change them back to the way that they were supposed to be before they got like they are. We found out he's going to rebuild the waste places. Praise God. That includes begin to build, which means it's a process. Everybody say process. May not be an overnight success. It might be a little by here and a little bit there, but you're going to look back and see everything has changed everywhere. Well, he's going to rebuild waste places. He's going to plant them, stand them up straight. He's going to strike them in and fix them so that they don't move no more, so that it can be the way they're supposed to be up until the time he come and take us away from this joint. Praise God and take us to that pearly gate, that, that, that beautiful door. We found out God's going to be able to supply us whatever is necessary to cause these wonderful and exciting growths to be able to occur in our lives. He's going to supply it. All we got to do is receive it, utilize it, and then let him do what he do. Because God's the one that's going to really bring the restoration to me and you. Now, we're going to participate in it, but at the same time, we ain't going to the one that's going to cause it. He's going to cause it. Praise God. We just don't get in the way of it. And we work with him and, and, and flow with him and glow with him. We found out we'll participate in the rebuilding of the waste places. God's going to send people also to assist us in the rebuilding. We learned that last time. Praise God. And that this restoration is going to include a rebuilding. And we found out that not only are we going to be the ones that's going to be rebuilding the waste places in our lives, but he said our own sons and daughters are going to be rebuilding them. That's them same sons and daughters that's away from where they're supposed to be. They're going to be right beside you and me doing what God wants them to do. And that's to be able to cause them, us all to be able to walk in his victory. But we have to do some things. Found out we got to pray. Praise God. I said, we're going to pray. I shouldn't say got to pray because that's almost an insult to the living God. We get to pray. Praise God. We don't got to pray. We get to pray. Praise God. And he already told us what to pray for. Pray that the eyes of their understanding become enlightened, that they may come to know the true hope of their calling, as well as all the joy that's found as an inheritance and the riches of the saints in the name of Jesus. Pray that God removes the scales of deception from their eyes so that they can realize what they're supposed to be and do, so that they can realize they ain't where they're supposed to be and they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Pray for them, because he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I, they will, I will hear from heaven, and I, and, I, and I will hear they land. Well, we want our land healed. Amen. Ten of us want our land healed. Praise God. Amen. And we're going well, to get it healed. Praise God, because God's going to do it. But he told us to pray, and we're supposed to pray for the world, too. He told us give a, we can pray for the heathen. Give me the heathen so that they can be able to be saved just like me and you. And we're supposed to hold fast, fast to the profession of our faith so that he can do what it is that he wants to do. But there's another part that he was telling me about that's going to come to it as a restoration too. And that's not necessarily things that were stolen from me and you, but things that we laid down for right reasons to do what he want us to do. Turn over to Luke chapter 18. Praise God. Have an aid to hear what the Lord's going to say to you because he really wanted to say this to you. Luke chapter 18. Yeah, he did. And I'm obedient to do what he said do. Come on, have an ear to hear what he's going to say to you. Luke chapter 18. We're going to look at Luke's account of the message that Jesus gave his disciples about the restoration that they could expect to see too. Because God spoke to his disciples through Jesus about a restoration they should expect to receive too. We begin reading in verse 28. Luke chapter 18. We begin reading in verse 28. It says, then Peter said, lo, we have left all. And followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, I like that. 
The word verily right there means firmly. He said something firmly to them. Verily I say unto you that there is no man that have left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. Now, Peter has said to him, lo, we have left all. That word left right there also translates forsake because there are people who have forsook what it is that they had in order to do what God wanted them to do. That's what the disciples were. He, that's what he was talking about. Man, I turned my back on all that I had, all that I did, and all that I was about to be able to follow you. I laid, he laid it aside because many of us laid aside the things that it is that we were doing, laid aside what we were about. Praise God, and many of the things were good that we were about, but we laid it aside. We left it, praise God, because it translates to leave also. We let it alone, praise God, where we used to be involved in it, but we just let it alone. Why? So that we don't cause our mind to roam from what God had in store for us to do. We let go of what we held on to, because there were things that we used to hold on to and do that we let go of, praise God. Hallelujah. That word also translates omit. We omitted some stuff from our life. Praise God. Just, just omit it. Amen. Some of us omitted shopping trips. Praise God. We just omitted that from our lives. Why? Because we was about what God wanted us to be about. Could have been making more money. Could have been doing some other things too. Could have been getting paid like we used to. But we backed up off of that to do what God said do. Because we counted what God said to do more valuable than what it is that we had and what we was doing too. So we just omitted it from our life. We put it away. We said, no, no, just fold it up, put it away. We yielded it up to the Lord and said, here, Lord, this is yours. You just, you take it. I'm, I'm through with it because I'm just going to do what you told me to do. I ain't going to be bothered with this other stuff like I told you to do. Peter was saying, look, we left everything for you. A follow you. That word follow right there means to be in the same way with. That is to accompany. To be in the same way with. To accompany. We followed you, Lord. You went that way. We went that way. We, went, we left our stuff behind. We went that way with you. We were right there in the ministry with you. We were right there serving with you. We was right there helping folk as you was laying hands on folk and praying folk too. We was right there every day. When you opened up your eyes, you saw us. We was there because we was there doing what you wanted us to do. We committed the time. We committed our dime. We committed everything you told us to do. What's up, Lord? He said, you ain't left nothing. I'm going to read it again. Verse 29. He said, and he said unto them, verily I say unto you, there is no man, that phrase no man means not even one. Speaking of male and woman, man and, and woman, not even one. That is none, nobody. So this is all inclusive. He said no man that has left house. Some of us left houses to do what God said to do. And or parents or, 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 or brethren or wives or children or the, for the kingdom of God's sake. Now, when it says the kingdom of God's sake, it's referring to the gospel's sake. That is to live it or to give it. To live it or to give it. Because many of us turned our back on some things too so that we can be able to live the life that God wanted us to. But similar to when you disconnect something from one thing and get ready to plug it into another thing, there's a period of time where there seems like there's no power for a little while. Hey, man, where it's not coming through. For a little while. It, it'll kick back in, praise God. But for a little while, there was no real power there. Praise God. God says it's about to kick back in. Praise God, it's about to kick back in. In fact, he told you to what level you can expect it to kick back in. He said, once again, verse 29, 
Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or parent or, or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake who shall not receive. I love that shall. The word shall is the strongest assertion in any language. It means there's no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. You're going to receive manifold more. That phrase manifold more means very much more. Not just more, very much more. He's talking to the people that's been serving him. He's talking for the people who had laid aside what they laid aside to be able to be with him, to be able to serve him and do what he told them to do. Whereas they passed up money, passed up opportunities, passed up time to be able to be with people at that time, to be able to do what he wanted them to do. He says, you ain't left nothing that I'm not going to restore to you. Manifold much, which means very much more. See, the promise that the Lord gave his disciples was that they would receive very much more than what they left. Very much more than what they put aside. Very much more than what it is they do. Because you didn't give it up, you invested it. See, one of our problems is, is we think we gave it up. Just like when the offering bucket goes by. A lot of people think we giving up something. No, you ain't giving up nothing. You investing everything in the house of God. You invested it in the good ground of God. And it's going to bring forth a hundredfold. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And God is letting you know that it's going to come back to you. Because he said it's going to happen in this time. In, in this present time. In fact, he said it's going to happen in this present time. This present times mean the set or proper time. Now, we've been learning already that there are times of restitution. We're living in one right now. It's a time of restitution. So you're going to see what you gave up come back. You're going to see, and it ain't going to just come back. It's going to come back much more. You think you gave up something, but you ain't seen nothing until you come back to you. Because what you sold was growing the whole time that you gave it up. What you sold was growing. Every time you came back, interest was compounding. And it's about to get, come back to you in the form of restitution. And it's going to come in this present time, which means to set a proper time. I like that. I don't know if you like that. I like that. Praise God. Because verse 30 says, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come, life everlasting. We ain't only going to be blessed when we get to heaven. He said, you're going to be blessed right now because I want to do something for you right now. Turn over to Matthew chapter 19. Now, this is another account of the same thing. Matthew, but it's in the synoptic gospels, which means more than one person gives an account of it so that we can compare and contrast things uh, that are different about it because each person has a different view. Each person have a different mindset. So they see it differently. Even though they heard the same thing, they saw it differently. They heard it differently. We're about to read Matthew's account of the same message. Remember, Matthew was a tax collector. He was a tax collector. That means he pays close attention to payments. He pays close attention to payments. How much of a payment? When the payment's going to be, what type of currency is going to be used to be able to make the payment? What's going to be made by it? Will it be cash? Will it be check? Will it be Visa, MasterCard, American Express? 
Will it be food stamps? What is it going to be? He want to know. Are you listening to me? Because he's a, he's a tax collector. I need to know. Well, let's see what he heard. Starting with verse 29. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said in verse 29, we in Matthew chapter 19, verse 29. He said, honor thy father and thy mother. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Maybe I was talking to somebody. If that's your kid, just lean over and say, baby, the Lord talking to you. Praise God. Amen. Or if you're the one dissing your parent with your grown butt. Maybe he talking to you too. And since a pastor is a parent, maybe he talking to you too. Anyway, let's just move on. Matthew chapter 19, verse 29. It says, and everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands, his list longer, for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Now, Matthew heard the Lord say a hundredfold. The other one didn't get that. He got the, he, uh, he said, no, no, no. He said hundredfold. He said hundredfold. <laughs> he said a hundredfold. The other one's like, well, he just said manifold. No, he didn't. He said a hundredfold. A hundredfold is a hundred, at 100 times. A hundredfold is a hundred times. Let's do simple math. Don't get nervous. I don't care what you got in math. It's just going to work. It's going to work. If, for example, 10, when you put a hundred times, you put two zeros behind it. That's a hundredfold of that. When you put a hundred, you put two zeros behind it. Because that's a hundredfold for that. Whatever you gave up to be able to do what God said do, put two zeros behind it. Say that out loud, sis. You're a wise woman. You're a wise woman. Praise God. Because God is passing out zeros. To the ones that's been doing what he said, dude, the ones that forsook what they forsook to him to do what he said, he's going to pass out zero. He's telling you how many of them, two of them. So I'm going to pass you out two zeros. And he's going to want it to be a hundredfold what it is that you gave. One hundredfold. Look at your neighbor and say, one hundredfold. One hundredfold. Now for the stuff that was stolen, he said, I'm doing double. We read where he said sevenfold for when the thief is found. Can I add one more thing to the equation? For the stuff you gave up voluntarily. Voluntarily for the living God. See, it's one thing for the things that were stolen from you. He said, I'm going to make them pay back. But the stuff that you from your heart of love was willing to give to me. To be able to live and give the gospel like I wanted thee, your payment is going to be much higher than what happened, what the devil did. Because the devil took it, I'm getting it back and I'm going to make him pay reparation. But the things that you gave to me, you didn't give to me, you lent to me. 
and I'm going to pay back 100 fold because it's better when it hits God's hand than when it hits the devil's hand. Remember the little boy that gave up two loaves and a fish, and five loaves and two fish, put it in the Lord's hand. He blessed him, thanked God for it, blessed him, turned around and then multiplied, came back 12 baskets full. Now, the scriptures don't say where the baskets went, but I know what the scriptures say, that if you give, it'll be given back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. That's what the words say. And so since the words say, I can extrapolate from that, that the, that the same thing, since he was the one that gave it, he the one that received the 12 baskets. Because that's what the Bible says. The Bible said, if you give, it'll be given back to you. It don't say if you give, they're going to give it to somebody else. Now, I heard teaching where it went to the 12 disciples. No, because it was 12 baskets. Now, I think it was 12 baskets because 12 disciples were sent out to collect it. But I think he stayed consistent with Scripture and gave it back to the one that gave it in the first place. Well, you gave these things up in order to do what God said do. God said, I'm about to multiply some stuff back to you. Well, that's all the way up time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I also hope that you are finding out a little bit more about what God wants to do in our lives now that we've become the children of God, including bringing restoration and recovery in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it to you ASAP. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.